This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in a Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Danny Bailey with the Double Ds. We are in today. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. And uh, Danny, how are you, for one? I'm doing very well. How are you today? Good, buddy. Uh, Thanks for being here. Thanks for making it happen. Um, It's been a weird week of, like, the feeling that we talked about of the podcast and of, like, the mood in the room in a sense of, like, um, it's like there's a little bit of anticipation. There's a little bit of nerves and kind of fear. There's a little bit of me trying to act like, oh, I already know we're going to lose anyways, so I don't even care type of stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. like, trying to maybe brace myself or prepare myself for a – you know, like last year's 44 to 13 or whatever it was the first time they played. But like in the end here, um, I think like I really believe that the Broncos are going to have a chance to be in this game Sunday night in front of, um, you know, the whole world, a national audience in what really is. And even though people think it's kind of like, oh, how cheese dick to say, oh, it's the biggest game since the Super Bowl. In terms of its, like, significance and meaning kind of of the game, we really kind of looked at it and broke it down. There was a couple games in the 9-7 and seven Simeon year after we won Super Bowl 50. Sure. Um, 2016, that obviously were big games that kept us from missing the playoffs and being a 9-7 and seven team. And then in that Vance Joseph's uh, 2018 season, the Broncos were 6-6 six and six at one point before losing the final four games of the season, right? So um, this team right now... It's bigger than, though, I think, like, those games in a sense of um, this is for, like, the future. The You find a way to maybe, Danny, not even win this game, but, like, take this thing down to the wire and lose a 27-24, a 30-27. People will be like, well, the Broncos have kind of arrived. People might be in this town, like, satisfied with that. Um Disgusting. No moral it, well, victories. Well, it is. Do you, you know play, what? That's you play a great to win point. the game. You play to That's win the a, game. We had Cello in um, today, and we've been having him out for our football Fridays. And he's, you know, said the same thing as you. And we've said it on the podcast before, like how the mighty have fallen. It used to be about winning ch- championships. Yeah. I mean, like AFC championships is what this franchise is about. We stack them up. Um, yet right now we're trying to... I don't know. Act, you know, be satisfied when the the TV goes to you know cuts away from a play and says the Broncos are in the hunt on the bottom right of the screen. That's you know that's a far fall from the championship days of this franchise. But also now, a half decade you know later, removed from our Super Bowl glory, we're. We're at the bottom. It's the rock bottom. Everyone's waiting. Well, when's going to be the rock bottom? Well, we're there. Now, once you get down to that rock bottom, it's about, like, laying down the foundation. You know, digging the hole, laying down the foundation. And then, like we said a few times this week, this building that we're in, this big office building, there's two that look just like each other, one here and one there, and people are trying to find us. like, I can't find you. It seems like, I mean, like, they're, they're not giant buildings, but these are big office buildings. Um, you know, to build these buildings, I bet the first dude after the foundation was laid, I was telling Jake that, like, right on the end corner over here who stacked the first brick and put a little mortar on that and put the second brick might have thought, oh, fuck, this can take forever. 
You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. then, you know what I mean? This, you know, will may never get it done. But brick by brick by brick with all the team, the help, you start to build this structure. You know, the uh, the wood wall structures turn into real brick. And then slowly but surely you build something. That's like the only way to do it. Build the building and then build a football team other than having an Aaron Rodgers or an overnight success story like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, which I'm not even sure if I call that overnight success. So certainly, definitely, when you have a quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, a quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, where you know that everything on the team has to go right in order for him to kind of orchestrate the win, this is how, like, this is the process. This is part of the process. And Cello, like, right now can't just accept. He's like, we're suck. We, we we're a shit franchise. We go, we win 10 games, make the playoffs. So what? Then what? And he's not understanding, like, this is just part of, like, the journey and the come up and the come back. For sure. It's got to be that way. It's never going to happen overnight, right? Yeah, especially you bring in a brand new uh, GM in George Payton who's doing a good job like you said, laying that foundation, yeah, getting some critical contributing draft pieces. So we have these young guys who are going to be big-time players in this league, and they are here buying into the Denver Broncos, and it's going to come down to like yeah. the coaching staff and the quarterback. Those are more of the aesthetics and the final pieces you put on the building. Those aren't the foundation. The foundation is here. I tried to you know, ask him him well who are you mad at exactly you know like are you mad at teddy and he was like oh i almost kind of feel sorry for teddy and you should teddy will never be fully embraced here ever for lots of different reasons um are you mad at john elway uh maybe kind of you know he's not the ultimate are you mad at hard George? to be mad at a guy who brought in two super Bowls. are you kidding me he's fucking did yeah. everything for this franchise are you mad at george payton well if you are don't forget that George Payton offered the number nine overall pick plus more for Matt Stafford. And I really believe all that smoke on draft night about Aaron Rodgers. I believe they were this close. And that's just the stuff that we do know, mm -hmm. you know, and that's everything. We know that Aaron, that in his first months on the job, he's trying to trade for a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback to turn this thing around overnight. It's not easy to do. It's hard to do. Not only pulling the trade off, but, like, all of the things. I mean, like, just, like, it's it's almost impossible to pull it off. And you're competing with 30 other teams who also want that Hall of Fame quarterback. But this franchise has proven over and over and over again they're willing to do whatever it takes to win. We know that from Simeon to Paxton to Case to Flacco to Drew to Teddy to whoever the next guy's going to be. They didn't. We're not in our fourth season with Kirk Cousins again, mm -hmm. thinking that this is the year he's going to put that shit together. This you know we're not. We're not. This isn't. Um, well, Derek Carr. God, the numbers are so good, and it's like you know if we put something around, we're not doing that. You know, and some people really like uh, uh, Derek Carr as a quarterback. The Broncos have are literally have, trying to do everything that it takes to win, and they always have. They always have, and that's the beauty of it. The sad part and where they went wrong is like, you know, they went, uh, they took three or four wrong turns in a row, and all of a sudden have to get back on the toll and pay again and go back around. And it's just like a start over, mm -hmm. a start over. Um, so it's not for a lack of trying. So I want people to understand that and uh, give, you know, we have the Phil Jackson drop. 
give the guy some fucking credit. I mean, for real, you know what I mean? And that's what it is. So all of that being said, all of that being said, like they're here now. You know, like I'll say, I don't know, what do I say? You know, my wife would be like, you can't yell at the kids like that. Like, not my own kids, the team. <laughs> the, like, JJ's eight-year-old yeah. basketball team. Sure. And, like, I know these kids. I know the parents. I can yell at them like that. But also, it's like you got to, like, check yourself a little bit sometimes. And it's like, I know, you know, you know better. But you got to be tough sometimes on them. Yeah. And it's like it's part of the gig to kind of have that have a little bit of uh a little bit of animosity with the guys when they don't live up to the expectations cuz they have high expectations for themselves, I'm sure. I just, you know, it's like for anybody to be angry at who and what these Broncos are right now is not seeing the big picture. The come up is true. The young talent is there. And real, you know, and um, it's not easy to win games. Uh, once it comes off the track and off the rails, it's very hard to bring it back. Um, almost impossible. Look at the franchises who've been trying to win Super Bowls for all of eternity. The Vikings, the Bills. I mean, the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls, and the Vikings went to four Super Bowls with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Fran Tarkenton, an all-time great, and a group of guys they called the Purple People Eaters with Alan Page, one of the greats of defensive players of all time, the Purple People Eaters. I mean, they didn't get it done. I mean, listen, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, Bruce Smith. I mean, fuck, these are all-time greats. Those Bills teams were great. We look back at them now as like, well, those were some pretty great teams. But in the end, no Super Bowls. Right in these guys, you know, how many, you know, and now Baker again, will Baker return next year? And what do they think about him? It's just like, it's really hard to do. I don't want to say we're spoiled, uh, but also it's like, and I'm not saying accept being down. Don't accept being down, but do acknowledge and be smart enough to know that the Broncos will be back. This 11 game win streak that they're on is off of our 11 game win streak and the Patrick Mahomes stuff, man. He ain't going to last forever, and I'm not so sure that we haven't seen the best of, not Patrick Mahomes, but the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, um, Tyreek Hill, triumphant, triumvirate, whatever the word is. Where like, yeah. yeah, like them together at their best, I think, has come and gone. So that doesn't mean they can't go find another couple speedsters or develop another tight end or two. But again, Travis Kelsey's an all-time great. Tyree Kell, you see him, what he's capable of and what they look like and are with him and without him, super special and unique. And now when uh, Patrick Mahomes' $50 million contract kicks in, that now you have to fill the team around the $50 million quarterback, Mm -hmm. it's going to be way, way harder. Plus... The Honey Badgers, the Chris Joneses, these guys who they paid all this money to rewarded them, rewarded them for the Super Bowl success, veteran guys. One or two or three years right here, close to being twilight of prime guys who are going to be making a lots of money, who aren't going to be able to live up. It's going to be hard for the Chiefs to stay on top. And that's what this league is. It's, you know, has it gotten to a low, low, low point for the Broncos here? It has. But also, this is one of those moments one of those games that we'll remember looking back at um, that tide turning. I remember the game where uh, Patrick Mahomes, this is the first time we ever saw Patrick Mahomes. 
And I was like, uh, who is this guy? What's going on here? It was just flashes. We saw flashes of him. And I was like, kind of looks, I remember being a denier, okay? Seeing talent and denying it. And I was a denier all the way up to well to when they uh, Terry Bradshaw handed Andy Reid and uh, Patrick Mahomes the trophy. At that point, you can't deny it anymore. It's like mm-hmm. being a LeBron hater. Sure. LeBron went to Cleveland, back to fucking Cleveland, won them a world championship, solidified the legacy. If you know, you can bag LeBron for political stuff, all this other stuff. But in like terms of like the athlete, what he did as an athlete, I mean, like he did right by Cleveland, the whole thing. If you or if you dog LeBron, you're just like a hater. What do you? What's there to dog LeBron on besides maybe just his political view stuff? Space Jam too. Okay, a Space and Space Jam too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. That's it. Let's call this the halfway point of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to tell you about DraftKings. We love these guys. Um, they got a wicked promo. We'll tell you about it. And then I want to predict um, this game. I want you to you to tell me how you see this game playing out. And we'll see if they can cover this 10 points. So right now, you guys can take advantage of a really cool little easy drop in the bucket. Start up to start the bankroll. Um, and so... Build that portfolio with $1, okay? You can deposit $10 into your DraftKings Sportsbook account, okay? An official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers bet $1, okay? On either team, on any game to score this NFL weekend, they'll get $100 in free bets in their account. No strings. When when the team scores, then you obviously score, okay? So, um Same game parlays. No one really does these. Very few places do these because there's a chance for, you know, the client here, for guys like you and me to win a ton of money on these same game parlays and really, like, burn the sports book. Um, They welcome them. Um, It's combining multiple bets from the same game into, like, one big payout. The more legs you add, the more money that you win. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets um, right now. Promo code MHS. Make sure you use it. It's important to us. That way you get hooked up, and that way we um, get acknowledged for you guys, um, you know, signing up and making it happen. We want to hear your success stories, your betting success stories. So um, hit us up. Uh, I mean, we do all our gambling on DraftKings. We love these guys, and the app is super awesome, unique, easy to navigate. It's really fun. You'll see how fun it is. And you don't have to be $1,000, $500, $100 better. Just go through a little bit, uh, throw a little bit of pocket change in here, and you're getting started up here on just a dollar turning it into 100 bucks um, see where you can take it must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 okay danny bailey predict this game for us well i, uh, I, I need to know here's what i'm looking for okay you fill in the blanks mm-hmm. kind of start do they have halftime score um final score obviously which will tell us your total um, X factor player or two, and then an anytime touchdown score for someone who's trying to put one of these bets together for us. I need all of that information from you, please. Sure thing. So, um, we've seen now this team, the Broncos, kind of become what they were supposed to be from the beginning of the year. Yeah. Or what a they potentially ri- could have been. What they could have been. Yeah. Building very, off of that nice start. Very strong defense that has the ability to shut teams down, hold. They're they're one of the least allow 
least amount of points allowed yeah. by any great defense. Great running league. game. And the great running game, which for whatever reason, Pat Shermer hasn't just totally leaned into. But that's going to be the key in this game. they got to keep doing what has gotten them success so far. So run the ball, allow Teddy to have some opportunities by running the ball to get some mid-range passes, which he excels at, into Jerry Judy on crossing routes, Cortland Sutton. Uh, get, get these guys involved, and that all starts with establishing the run, of course, uh, the cliche in the NFL, you have to establish that run. And then this defense has the ability to hold Patrick Mahomes and limit his production somewhat. Unfortunately, I think the chiefs kind of have found their way and the chiefs defense isn't great, but they've gotten better as the season has gone on. Do you think those four straight wins are real? I mean, like they're back or do you want to like, I've been trying to look closely at the yeah. four wins and like, discredit them it's not a their back type of thing but it is a this team is still an upper echelon team a tier one team in the nfl and we've seen it week in and week out sometimes a tier one team loses to a bottom tier team it just happens like you said earlier it's hard to win games in the nfl so at halftime at halftime i think it's going to be 14 to 10 the chiefs will lead Okay, and that's that's a great spot for the Broncos to be in, honestly, because they're not down by a touchdown. They're in the game still, and I think as the game goes on, Pat Shermer probably does what he's done all season and goes away from the run and allows himself to make that gap even bigger for himself and put himself in a deeper hole. I think this game ends up being a tough time for the Broncos getting the ball into the end zone. I think they'll score two touchdowns, and then I like four Brandon McManus field goals. It's going to be a close game. I want The Chiefs are going to score 28. Broncos are going to score 26. So the Broncos will cover, Yeah, but the Broncos are going to have trouble getting in the end zone, and it's going to be because Shermer shows us that he's not the guy and that he doesn't have faith in the run game, which he has no reason to not have faith in. Javante Williams is phenomenal. Are you saying that, say, they commit and continue to run the ball no matter what, ride or die, that maybe you think the outcome could be different? Or you, yes. Okay. I just don't have faith in that's Shermer okay. that he's going to do that. I think that. that's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't have the faith in Pat Shermer, and I don't think Vic Fangio is going to breathe down his neck and tell him, run the damn ball, Pat. But I mean, he should as the head coach, but I don't think that he's that kind of guy who will do that offensive oversight. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a good day, but this Denver defense helps slow him down a little bit. But he's a, he's a big play guy. He's going to find his spots here and there, and there are going to be some, some times that this Denver Broncos defense, no matter how good they are, they're going to get beat. I expect Tom McMahon's special teams unit to allow the Chiefs to have some good starting field uh, position, whether it's at the beginning of the game, at the end of the half, at the beginning of the half. There are going to be some opportunities for Patrick Mahomes with a short field uh, because of McMahon more so than turnovers. I don't think turnovers are going to be a problem yeah. for the Denver Broncos offense, and I think they will be able to turn over Mahomes once or twice, yeah. but it's just not going to be enough. The Chiefs are good enough. Last year's uh, second game they played, with, I think it was 22-16. to 16. I see yeah, this one game, score game very, yeah. very close to, to that. There was only three points Low, scored. A little lower scoring. Just like that. I think yeah. there was um, 
three points total scored in the fourth quarter of that game. I heard it was you talking about Chiefs. that on the radio earlier this and week. And it's yeah. like, dude, I'm like, I've been, I don't want to say everywhere with my predictions, but like, I want to pick the Broncos to win the game. I want to because too. I we do the Broncos was podcast and I love the Broncos. In my it's heart of hearts, it's not pure and true. Yeah. It's because I want it so yeah. bad. But again, it's like. In my mind, like um, the you know CBS Sports runs the uh, betting simulator ten thousand times, or like ESPN, you know projects. Um, if you project this game out like ten thousand times, the most likely outcome is like a Chiefs twenty-seven, Broncos seventeen. Yeah, I think it's closer than that. Um, I'm gonna uh, to me, I have a twenty-two sixteen. Okay, dupe. Total yeah. dupe of like the you know duplicate whether that's twenty four sixteen more for like a more like real realistic score. Um, the I think the Broncos will prove us somewhat proud, but they're not there yet in order to you know in order to win a game like this. As yeah, it's bu- in as bad PC, as I may want to believe night. it, it's a big game. The Andy Reid two weeks, um, you know, bye week factor stuff. He's literally like the greatest coach in the history of the NFL, coming off buys. It's a division game. This one will be close. I want it for the Broncos. Broncos lose a close one. That's it, man. Like, that's what this thing is. We've been, the whole week has been, Jacob beginning of the week was like, Broncos get slaughtered, killed, crushed. Slowly but surely, I kind of turned him into just, again, they're 4-7 and seven against the spread, the Chiefs, second worst in the NFL uh, team against the spread. Um, they are, what else was I seeing? Um, just the, the four wins, look how close the four wins have been other against the, mm-hmm. the Raiders game, which was, you know, the Raiders at their lowest point with yep. all everything kind of catching up to them. Um, the Broncos, when they run the ball and it causes their defense to be fresh and effective and you keep and Mahomes therefore off the field, Mahomes Mahomes off the field and you start to control groove. tempo and pace mm-hmm. and like the feel of the game. That happens. The Broncos, I just don't think, are good enough, as bad as I want it, to win this game. And that's it. That's the podcast. It's been a good one. It's been a good week. Thanks for being here. Put it together, Danny. I know we both want these Broncos to win. Um, I want to maybe, you know, uh, that feeling of what it would be like for them to win this game 22-4-16 themselves. Yeah. You know, hold them to three field goals and a touchdown, something like that would be monumental. We'd have all the fields next week. It'd be this town would be on fire, and that'd be great. We'll First see what place happens. In the AFC West, we'll right? see what happens. Win. You know, a lot of season left. I'm not going to say if they lose this game, they're still in it because I don't really believe that. They'd be back to 500, six and six, and kind of who we thought they were a little bit. Um, but it's still already more wins than last year. It is, and they're better than they were last year. P- Fanjo's taking heat for saying that. It's just kind of true. We'll see where this game takes them. Good job, Danny. Thanks for putting this thing together. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me as always. Danny's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. Um, he's at Mile High Sports all day, every day, doing stuff here for everybody, all kinds of stuff from the uh, radio side, the podcast side, you know, the website, all that kind of stuff, which our website's a monster. Um, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.